there. Welcome to Healthy-ish, your almost daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, and today I'm chatting with award-winning journalist Gary Nunn, who, in his new book, The Psychic Test, investigates, yeah, psychics, mediums, and astrologers, etc., etc., to understand their uncanny, un unregulated power. In this ep, he's chatting to us about whether a psychic can really help you find love. Now, we keep these healthiest episodes quite short, so if you want more from Gary, where yes, he talks about whether these psychics, etc, etc, do have unwielding power or are they just really BS, well, you can find that episode wherever you get your podcasts. Gary, welcome to Healthy-ish and congratulations on your new book. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty of it straight away. What is the difference between a psychic, a medium, a mystic? Have I missed any? I feel like maybe there's a few more in their book. What are the differences between them all? So a psychic purports to be able to see into the future. A medium claims that they can speak to dead people. Um, a mystic is kind of a catch-all term, as is psychic. When I've used the term psychic in the book, it's a catch-all term for all of the above. And I also, in the book, um, explore astrologers who are people who look into star signs and horoscopes. Did, from all those, did you have? Did you have a? Were you drawn to one, or did you have a leaning towards one that you felt resonated with you best? Psychics are the ones I think that contain the most intrigue because who doesn't want to know what's in the future? Who doesn't want to be reassured that their future is going to be okay and that their their dreams and their ambitions are going to be nourished and their anxieties are going to be alleviated? Um, I, I, personally, I kind of think when the dead are dead, let them be dead, let them rest in peace. So I, I, I wasn't really too interested in speaking to any of my loved ones who had died, as I know some people are really really obsessed with doing um i i would i would love to have believed that there were people that can see into my future and can tell me that um that there's a tall dark handsome stranger who's waiting for me <laughs> oh well i found one of those so maybe that's anyway um <laughs> i do <for> you. <laughs> i do feel like one of the main reasons though you know is the people see you know, whatever whatever you want to see, psychics, I suppose, is to help them find love. What's your take on this? Is it worth going to see a psychic for them to tell you who you should look for, what you should do? Is it worth it? On balance, yes. Because even if you don't believe in them, you're able to take them with a pinch of salt and uh, sort of suspend your disbelief and go in and kind of untangle some of life's messier parts and catch 22s um and uh, and and they can kind of decode all of the complexities of life in a, in a way that it's a bit there's a bit more levity than if you're going to see a trained accredited counselor as you should always do if you're struggling with your mental health absolutely no substitute for that see them first please not a psychic but there were times when I was feeling pretty okay and I would go and see a psychic and I should say I, I start this journey a complete skeptic and my sister is the believer in the book and she's the voice of the believer so she kind of coaxed she was the first person to coax me along to see some psychics and once I kind of hung up my skeptics cloak 
I'd go along and um, and they could and sometimes they would make me feel even better about my day because they would envisage for me a future that had perhaps been a bit hard for me to envisage for myself, a future that felt exciting. Um, and, uh, and, and there's pretty much no one else in the world that can do that. So whether I believed in that or not, if I could kind of like indulge like a cognitive dissonance where I hold both things to be true <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I leave my sceptical side to one side, it was exciting. And it, and it kind of made me, it kind of created a space for me to be intimate and a space for me to be vulnerable and to contemplate and reflect, I guess, just in the same way that people of faith do so in churches and things. Um, but the difference is when, when you go to a church I went, I went in as an atheist, I go into churches sometimes just because they're beautiful and they're quiet. And I went into one the other, the other month before lockdown. And there was a sign on the back of the pew saying, please pray for others before you pray for yourself. And I thought that's the difference, isn't it? Because I, every time I've gone to psychics, I've never said my friend Dave's having a really tough time at the moment. Can you tell me what his future holds? It's always been about me, my future. So they kind of do stroke your ego as well. And I suppose you're right. I mean, they're unqualified counsellors. Maybe they're more like friends, right? Because they allow you to go open up and then they just reflect back what you're exactly thinking. You actually say psychics can influence who will date you. How does this happen? If we take psychics in its broadest sense, as I do in the book, um, that incorporates mediums, mystics and astrologers as well. And it's astrology where the subject of love really comes into its own. So there is a dating app called Align where it matches you with people who um, are compatible with your star sign. And some people are really into that. So in, so in the book, I say that um, whether you believe in them or not, psychics, astrologers and mediums will have an impact likely have an impact on who will date you, who will hire you, and even who will fire you. And um, and with the astrology, it's because of the, a lot of people believe that the horoscopes and your star signs denote compatibility with others um, for both romantic unions and even, I mean, my former manager in the book um, said that she would never have hired, well, she. I, I wonder if she'd ever have hired me if I wasn't a Libra because she told me that she sometimes recruits into her team based on star sign fit. Wow. So some people take, yeah, some people take this stuff really, really seriously. But yeah, I, I heard a lot of a lot of times on the journey that someone was saying I could never date a Scorpio because they're really secretive um, and, uh, and, and that kind of thing. There was also a story in the book um, of uh, Deborah Lee Furness who was working in LA and not getting the professional or romantic breaks that she wanted. And she, she did certainly got that later on, didn't she? Romantic break. She did. <laughs> she she hired a and, and apparently she thinks that she met him because of a fortune teller. So she went to see a psychic in LA and the psychic said, you have to move back to Australia because that's where it's all going to happen for you. You're going to meet a man and you're going to get the, uh, you're going to get the career breaks that you want because she was a struggling actor in LA and based solely on that psychic advice, she moved her entire life back from LA back to Australia. And within a few weeks of moving back, she scored the lead role in the ABC crime drama, Corelli. And on set, she met a very handsome young man who just graduated from performing arts school called Hugh Jackman. And this year they have been married for 25 years. So I think for people like her, she wholly attributes that love story to this psychic advice and the stars aligning. 
Absolutely. Well, there you have it. I mean, the, her story is living proof, maybe. Is there any one thing we should keep in mind if we're going to see a psychic for love? Like anything that you, any, I suppose, warning or just something we should be mindful of? Bear in mind that this is pseudoscience and it's unproven. And that's why my book's called The Psychic Tests. Each chapter is a different test. We fixated on just one test, which is, is this true? Can psychics see into the future and can mediums speak to the dead? And that has obsessed people since time immemorial. Um, but there are a whole bunch of other tests. Can psychics take away the sting of loneliness or ease the darkness of depression? And can they untangle some of those um, messes of life when you're not necessarily getting the objective advice from your friends that you want to, and you want to just go somewhere for someone that doesn't know you and helps you get in touch with your own gut and your own intuition with someone who's very charismatic and has kind of breakneck intuition and hyper perception. And it can be a very seductive and powerful experience, but be mindful that they are probably reading your facial cues and they're probably reading your body language. And, um, and for me, when I went, to, um, to see them on this journey, that was okay with me because I was like, that's fine. I believe that their gift is pretty human. Um, and if they want to read my facial cues and my body language, and I know that's what they're doing, and I know that's part of what some people would call the trickery, then that's okay by me because, um, because my facial cues and my body language are important and are giving away a lot about me. So I just let them read me. And, um, and I think once you know, once you, you're sort of, you're aware and, and it's a bit more transparent about the um, the trickery that's involved. It's called a cold reading. Um, and you kind of go with the flow a little bit and suspend your disbelief. Um, I think wondrous things can happen then and you can you can kind of reach a few personal epiphanies that perhaps you would have reached by yourself anyway, but they help to accelerate those. And um, in a way that's light hearted don't make any huge life decisions on that basis but it is but it is a, a, a rare opportunity to spend an hour with someone and to contemplate your future in a way that you might not otherwise do in in our in our busy lives yeah go with the flow thanks gary for coming on healthy ish you're welcome Hey, thanks for listening to this chat with Gary. If you want more from him, make sure you grab his book called The Psychic Tests. If you want more from us, download Extra Healthy-ish or jump online at bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for joining us. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate to review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.